You're listening to the Kilcullen Diary Podcasts. Stories in sound from a village grown bigger. Hello, I'm Brian Byrne and this is Kilcullen Diary. This episode is brought to you partly with support from Nicola Kennedy optometrist Kilcullen, looking after Kilcullen's eyes for more than 15 years. You have to feel for RTE presenter Claire Byrne sometimes when she's trying to stimulate angst and her interviewees just don't cooperate. Like the other morning on the primary school face masks issue and the principal of a school she was speaking to was, to use the teacher's own words, cool on such matters, as were also all of the parents with whom she had to deal. We have full compliance this morning, no problems, the presenter was told, also hearing that the school was happy to work with the ventilation advice from the Department of Education and would only consider installing HEPA filters if these became public health advice and there was funding for them. In the meantime, we have windows. Claire's next guest, the expert from the ESRI's Behavioural Research Unit, also couldn't help her generate a decent doom soundbite. For every hopefully negative finding she raised from his organization's latest survey of how people were carrying on their lives, he went into the nuances and brought reasonableness and calm into the discussion. She did better the next time in the conversation with another journal of the politics specialty. He was able to upshift her concerns, albeit a little less than definitely, about whether or not there was a muzzling of Neffet. I couldn't help feel that both sides of this chat had a vested interest in keeping the temperature high and even compounding the complaints of mixed messaging. All that was a reflection of something which we're all suffering from. Too much talking, a virtual pandemic in its own right. Too many talkers, too much scrambling for the negatives because of the old trope that good news doesn't sell newspapers, or radio, or TV, or social media, and thus attract the advertising they all need to survive. Look, I get it. I'm more than four and a half decades in the news business, in one way or another. An industry that has become vastly overcrowded, that is constantly hungry for the line, the new angle, mostly the negative that makes a grab-them headline. It's a sea where plankton just isn't enough to feed the sharks. They need something more substantial and juicy. On the other side of the news desks and the microphones, there are ever-increasing legions of heads, only too delighted to deliver the juice, if not the substance. Relevant experts, and others not so relevant, but able to deliver controversial or contrarian opinion. Politicians, both from government and opposition benches, fully schooled in the techniques of complaint and castigation, rather than commitment and constructiveness. Trade union leaders, insulated by public service-linked salaries from most of those they represent, ready at the drop of a differential payment to threaten a poll for industrial action. And there are phalanxes of industry sectoral spokespersons and PRs, for whom being satisfied with arrangements for their clients would never justify their fees. For all of these, the negative is positive, 
It keeps them in the public eye or in the ear in the case of radio. It gets their message across again and again and again, even if the message can often be more self-serving than an information service to the public, or even a misinformation putsch to disenfranchise truth. And because there is so much of it, truth and untruth, factoids and misdirection, all coming at us in a non-stop barrage, we don't get or take the time to give any of it proper examination. Not that we are pre-inclined to do so. The juicier and more negative the morsel of gossip, the more our human nature wants to believe it. There's not nearly so much fun in passing on something positive. Scandal-mongering is humankind's most finely honed and oldest conversational art, though more recently the overdevelopment of the we-are-entitled gene is giving it a good run in our personal characteristics. So, even though a long career in journalism has me conditioned to stay on top of what's happening all the time, in real time, I find myself more and more tuning out of the constant news cycle. In the car, Lyric FM is increasingly my choice than are many of the current affairs programmes on Radio 1 or News Talk. The Talk to Joe wine line is too wearing to make it regular listening anymore. Except when Philip Boucher Hayes takes the seat to let Joe take a breather of his own. Philip's management of the live line is always refreshingly thoughtful. So, more and more, I find myself being selective about where and when I take my current affairs. Rehab for a news junkie, maybe? A retreat from news junk, perhaps? Meantime, did you hear about... Ah, uh, never mind. I'm Brian Byrne. This is Kakala Diary. Thanks for listening.